This week on a special anniversary edition of the BAMPcast. Despite all our rage, we're still infatuated with Cage. Three years, we're in. All right, welcome to the hey, BAMPcast. Hey, BAMPcast. BAMPcast. Episode 115. Nintendo. A.K.A. the three-year anniversary <laughs> oh, cast. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Happy birthday. Congratulations. And other songs that aren't copyrighted. Oh. So. But they say it's our birthday. Jolly good fellows. Uh-huh. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the beach. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode for three years hmm. is, uh, you know, we get here just in the nick of time. We would decide to watch a bad movie. Uh, after a few rotations of it, we come in here and we uh, we talk about it for about 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> and then we rate it. It gets one to five jocks if it's a good, bad movie, an enjoyable, bad movie, after Robot Jocks. Hooray. Or it gets one to five bags in a negative sliding scale as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo. Boo. So, Boo. if you haven't figured it out, we have not done an official uh, Nicolas Cage Banffcast movie since the very first episode. Whoa! It's somehow, I mean, I think we had a drive Been angry, so a lot of drive angry talk, but yeah. mm-hmm. and other things where we've come around on him. But it was time to do a proper one. So, mm-hmm. also returning to our our year of favoritism, the <laughs> golden favorite, age of movies, the golden age of movies, nineteen ninety. We did Firebirds. Yay! Yay! <laughs> With Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> With Tommy Lee Jones and Sean yes. Young and Sean mm-hmm. Young. Boy, what a looker! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what a two of three are crazy people. Uh-huh. It, true. I think they're all pretty crazy. Sure. So, plot summary like we always do, and maybe we can talk about it. All right, maybe. Do it. Sounds like a plan. The U.S. government is willing to help any country that requires help in ridding themselves of drugs with support from the U.S. Army. Unfortunately, the drug cartels have countered that offer by hiring one of the best air combat mercenaries and have armed him with a Scorpion attack helicopter. The Army decides to send in its best people from its Apache Air Combat School. But first, they have to be taught how to fly air-to-air combat missions. All right. So we're sending in the best, but first we have to teach you what to do. Sure. <laughs> you have to teach the best. It's how to be the best. Right. It's, it's the Top Gun mentality. So there were it no is, existing best. You're the best of the best, but we've got to make you better than the rest. Right. By teaching you how to fly. make you bester. <laughs> yes. Bestest. You've never actually flown a, a helicopter, Nicolas Cage, but you're one of the best. Right. Because he's no, a gunner. No, he does fly. Oh, he's a gunner in the beginning. Is he a gunner? Yeah. He is a gunner in the uh, beginning. Okay. He is sitting in the front seat, which they have determined is the gunner seat. Mm-hmm. Well, different helicopters. I don't know. No. I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty oh. sure they were kind of establishing that. Everyone starts out as a gunner, because that's yeah. easy. And I'll then you, know. you learn how to fly. Sure. Yeah, because he was also like, I can't wait to actually get in the pilot seat. Yeah. I, don't know. I got the Well, idea. he had never flown the Apache before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. sure. Whatever. He's a not the best yet, but he's going to be. Uh-huh. He's going to be the best. He's going to be the greatest. So, so yeah, it starts off, uh, they're in South America flying a, a sortie, I guess, and they just kind of, like, get shot down all but him, and he mm-hmm. bugs out and survives, and then he kind of has- Because he's the best. Because he gets flashbacks, and- Yeah, they kill Dobbs. Yeah. Mm, Dobbs. <laughs> Tejada. Yeah, they kill, like, four other helicopters, and, he, like, he's all Dobbs about Dobbs. Dobbs was his best friend, Dobbs man. was the only one who gave, he yeah. gave a shit about. There's, like, there's two other, I think, two other helicopters and a, and a Blackhawk full of soldiers, and mm-hmm. Dobbs yeah. is the only one that mattered. It wasn't Dobbs, like, I don't know. I'm, well, they were, they were BSing over the, over the comm, you know, like, they were best yeah. friends, like. I can't yeah. wait to bring it back. They're best whatever. buddies. Yeah. Uh, My best friend friends. Dobbs. Get some poontang. And Dobbs. now he's dead. And Dobbs is dead. dead. Dead Dobbs. This is for you, Dobbs. Master Dobbs is dead. <laughs> <laughs> so. I gave him a sock so he could be free. 
They go back to now he's dead. Arizona Apache Training Academy, whatever. Yes, the best place in the world. Mm-hmm. And they bring in Tommy Lee Jones, the best, the best in the world. Apache pilot well, yeah, he in the testifies world. about what happened. Right, and basically gives yeah. the whole. I'm an American. Oh yeah, he America, goes to fuck yeah the Pentagon or whatever, and they're like, <laughs> "Fuck those no, guys no, up." It's complicated. You don't understand. It's very complicated. He's like, right. "Sir, with all due respect, it's not complicated. They're our enemy. We need to engage them. We need to kill them. Game need, over." With all yep. due respect. And half the room's like, "You idiot." Yeah. It's more complicated than that. And, and the, the other, other half, half is like, like, "Fuck yeah, America, fuck <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Wait, that, that guy was making a lot of sense. Why, why don't yeah. we do that? <laughs> Well, that is, that is what the that, one guy says. Yeah. He's that's like the final decision. He's like, that pilot's the only one that really knows what's up. Yeah. Yep. So put him in the top yeah. flight program so of immediately. ass kicking. <laughs> so he's put on the fast track yeah, to be the King Apache or whatever. <laughs> King <laughs> Apache. I don't know. Uh, Jump on it. Jump on it. Yeah. So they just they go out to the desert and they get some Apaches and Tommy Lee Jones comes in because he's the best, but he's too old. But ultimately not really and yeah <laughs> he's just barely too old yeah he's just you know he's like 39 he's, but he's too important to the program right well, he's also like out. the uh the tom scarrett and michael ironside character he is yeah mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. he's merged jester and the other one into <laughs> into one guy yeah they've, they've definitely streamlined the top gun thing because there's no they streamline a lot of the top gun stuff yeah because <laughs> there's the issue is there's no Iceman. No, mm-hmm. there, well, in there's really movie. no conflict whatsoever in this movie. Yeah. The bad guy is just sort of like, I mean, the bad guy is actually lesser defined than like the bad guy in Eye of the Tiger, which I didn't think was possible. It's just. No, he is just. He's just guy with a beard in a helicopter that they have he some is photos just a deadly of. Helicopter. Yeah, this is like that guy can fuck shit up with a helicopter. So look he out for that even guy. He need a gunner. Yeah. He is a one man. Right. Death. I bet if he ever actually got out of the helicopter, he had the drive scorpion jacket on. <laughs> Probably. I wear these while well, I'm driving my scorpion helicopter. <laughs> well, he looked like the world's most interesting man. Yes, so. Yeah, he did. I don't always fly helicopters, but when I do, <laughs> I fly the scorpion. But when I do, I'm the best around. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it just basically sort of follow, follows the, the Top Gun model, just like with, you know, there's no Iceman, there's no really fight with authority or anything yeah. and well and kelly mcgillis is sean young and but she's also a pilot but like a recon pilot and they and he, she and, 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 they already, Cage, and, and they already boned in the past right. so they can just kind of skip past all that yeah so it's not like he has to woo her it's just yeah. sort of like she has to give in yeah but his <laughs> process of wooing her is terrible it's movie it's basically wooing. It's, it's sexual harassment pretty much it but it works and so that's yeah all of course matters. because it's a movie but and because it's nicholas sexual harassment Cage. nick cage <laughs> <laughs> But, God, they bring in Tommy Lee Jones for that first speech. Mm-hmm. Like, because they're all sitting in, you know, the the classroom, which is your typical military. Yeah. Like, three or four rows on risers. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Room so everyone desk. can see. Right. And they just bring him in to give this speech about how they're going to be the best of the best. And, you know, it's like the most generic thing ever. But by the end of it, we were all just like, <laughs> America. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones Get me can in give, a goddamn helicopter he can give right a speech, now. Yeah. He's, he's And it good. was the you know it was a typical Tommy Lee Jones oh, yeah. thing where, where it's like you gentlemen are the best there is out there, and we are going to get you in some helicopters, and you're going to shoot things down. <laughs> oh, no. He didn't say they're going to eat them in helicopters. He's going to no. get them oh, in yeah, helicopters. Right. helicopters. helicopters. <laughs> he keeps saying it wrong the entire time. Well, movie. he says it like three different ways. Yeah. yeah well, eventually, Never right. Helicopters. <laughs> eventually, helicopters. Helicopters. Right. Helicopters. He gets close, but 
Like when he starts saying that I will teach you everything you need to know about helicopters, I'm like, well, how come no one taught you how to say helicopter? <laughs> He's so good at helicopters, nobody bothered to right. correct him. Well, they were yes. probably just like... You officially only, have to pronounce it that way. Now. Yeah, they were just like, he only gives one take, guys. Yeah, that's just, right. Just go with it. So you want to correct him? Nah. Second nah. one's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just go with it now. Now it's like his thing. Helicopter. Yeah, so I mean, on one hand, you've got crazy Nicolas Cage, who for the beginning part of the movie is not crazy, which oh, was, sedated was a little scary, but then they bring in Tommy Lee Jones, who's full-blown Tommy Lee Jonesing mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie, which is perfect, and so whenever there's a dead spot, they could just go to him for some crazy-ass speech or him shoving a popsicle in his face. <laughs> and we were trying to figure out whether or not he, like, some of these were scripted, or if they were just like, just say something, Tommy, and he's like... You know, boy, you're going to be busier than a three-peckered goat. I think he's one of those dudes that brings his own dialogue to the table because it's not like it's not like screenwriters suddenly step up to the plate when they get Tommy Lee Jones and all this of a sudden their dialogue gets good. It's, <laughs> it's I think he's bringing I think he's just like, let me do one of, you know, one of my own takes here. Mm-hmm. And then they and end up all using of that. those were the ones right. that they use. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, let me do one of mine on the first take. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, let's Moving not. On. Yeah, print. <laughs> God, he has so many good speeches. Yeah, he does. Um, but but the thing is, the movie didn't like. We were like, all right, Tommy Lee Jones, good. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage, he's kind of being creepy towards Sean Young, who is not looking hot at all in this movie. Ugh, like every right. outfit they put her in does her no favors whatsoever, and no. her hair is pretty terrible. Yeah, they every opportunity they get to make her look bad, they go for it. It's like the best she looked is in the first like thirty seconds she's on screen. Mm-hmm. And then everything after that is just like, oh. She looked all right in her jumpsuit. Yeah, and, I was going to say, in her flight suit. That's, yeah. that's, not, that's not saying yeah, a lot. That's when, not yeah, good. That's, yeah, that's but bad. I mean, like. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones' wife, who was like the psychiatrist from Lethal Weapon. Yeah. It looked better than her right. in some scenes. And she was good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever Tommy Lee Jones needed to go. Oh, you mean the cock checker? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was a giver. Yeah. She knew her role. Uh, yeah. uh, but hmm. the movie didn't really take off until. They get Nicolas Cage in the uh, in the virtual simulator, right? And they play Minecraft on the screen because it's made in 1990. Yeah. So you know the they're simulator. using the classic Project X well, virtual they, reality. They built technology. it up a little bit before that because uh, Tommy Lee Jones takes him out for a, a joyride, right? In the helicopter, and he's like telling about like this thing can crash at 20 G's, and you can walk away, but I'm not going to demonstrate that. And all, until and, you know, later, in the- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then like you know, but he starts ramping up the crazy as they start banking and doing you know inverted yeah. roles and mm-hmm. things like that and yeah he's just like getting a little bit crazier here. <laughs> Ooh, this is great this yeah. is great and then like it's out, yeah. yeah but he's still kind of like he hasn't no really no. gone up but they, yeah he jumps when, out of the, it's he, when they get him in the simulator and he starts shooting things down yeah. well i mean he's just saying he jumps out of it and i love how he never at any point treats tommy Lee jones like he's actually a superior, a superior officer right. he's just like he just jumps out he's like uh sir i gotta tell you that was awesome yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but yes, yes, the simula- simulator. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it starts out crazy because he's like he's like offering everybody strawberry chewing gum. Mm-hmm. It's like so random and stupid. It's just like you want strawberry chewing gum? How about you, sir? Uh, well, do you everybody want some in the strawberry movie, chewing gum. <laughs> like, there's it's weird, really tasty. There's weird mouth stuff going on. Like they got the scene where Tommy Lee Jones is eating the. A pop the popsicle, yeah, for no reason. It's just, it's all right, like, all right, everybody, gather around, gather around. I want you to forget how to use your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now go. Because he's and just he's jabbing like, that thing in his face. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's got dialogue with his mouth for right. food. Yeah, and, I mean, there's and Nick one, Cage is always chewing gum, <laughs> right? But there's one line of dialogue he's trying to give while eating that popsicle. Where I swear he's eating it and giving the line of dialogue yep. at the same time. We're just like, nom, nom, Lee nom, Jones nom. for you, man. He was hungry, but yeah. So anyway, he <laughs> offers everyone the gum, right? 
And that's when Nicolas Cage starts to go Nicolas Cage crazy, where it's like, okay, we're going to be okay here. Yeah, it's a slow ramp up. Because it, you know, it starts like, all right, we're flying great, we're shooting things down. He's shooting cartoon and then, tanks, and yeah, and he's just like, yeah, got and, it. And his know. co-pilot's just this generic, he's just guy, guy. like he's know. just generic young military guy. He's like, yeah, we got him. I'd like to interview that, that guy. Tank. Just yeah. get tales from the set, <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> they made me go away after the camera stopped and, going. And, but they're in the simulator, and they keep cutting to Tommy Lee Jones, who's like ramp up the program, right. Know? Throw this, and of course the guy is like, "Oh, are you sure we want to do that? Yeah. I don't know. We don't want to make this Tommy Lee Jones and me, you asshole." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I like because they're they're going up the military alphabet, and they apparently started at like X. Yeah, <laughs> like, there wasn't really much further to go. No. Like, yeah, this guy's pretty good. Let's just go ahead and give him the hardest programs we possibly mm-hmm. right. can. No, make it so harder. when he why. starts shooting he... things down, the first one he's like, "I'm the greatest." Yeah, and then he shoots I'm down the greatest. More <laughs> I'm the greatest. I am the greatest. He's just shouting, I'm the greatest. He's shouting it over and over again. And they have my favorite thing, of course, which is cockpit view. Right. Like mm-hmm. cockpit video camera. Because he keeps looking right at the camera, just yep. shouting it. And Tommy Lee Jones is doing a slow burn of just like, son of a bitch, this guy. I got to take him down a notch. And <laughs> so that's when they do the weird ass, like targeting reticule thing, like cover your eye and put this this monocle on your face and yeah. now try to fly and they immediately fly into virtual power lines or whatever mm-hmm. and because he sweats like a yeah just instantly church. just like you know uh, like power line or like like the monocle killed his family or something like there's some backstory <laughs> about this eye patch that he has to wear that they never get into but he just instantly goes into like this sweat and he just he totally can't fly and do anything well, and it's and, hilarious because he's like drifting the thing all yeah over i mean the, it's just it's like yeah, all over the, like the most exaggerated motion you could possibly. It's like he's instantly drunk. Yeah, he's just like it's, yeah. It's like you know putting socks on a dog. You know, it's just like the dog instantly just goes. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the Monopoly Man killed his family. That's right. what it was. I guess something, some backstory that we missed. But so the planter's peanuts. Okay. Then like he choked on peanuts. Apparently, they thought he did so great in the simulation. They take him out in the goddamn helicopter and make him mm-hmm. do it, which is almost deadly as well. Except this time for real. Yeah, and it's like they didn't. Nobody noticed that he, he lost sucked. his shit completely as soon as they put the monocle thing on. Yeah, so I guess Tommy Which is Jones, supposed to be some kind of heads up display. I yeah. guess, but they act like you can't just spend hours and hours in the simulator. It's like we we've only got it for forty minutes a day, and then it's got to rest for twenty three hours or something. Because they should have cool they should just put the dude in the simulator and let him go for days and days and days <laughs> until he wasn't a total fuck up. But no, like the next which day, is actually what yeah. they do. Yeah, <laughs> they had to but, go and get all the punch cards and resort them and put them up back. They up put them in. A, they put them in a helicopter helicopter that has blacked out windows right. and they call it the bag the bag putting in the bag fly he has using, to fly the, using the monocle and the, right. the screen and Tommy Lee Jones is, is working with him he's calm you know he's just like hey you know don't hit that rock you know keep going pull up what are you doing don't move your head you know and Tommy Lee Jones or Nicholas Cage just eventually starts freaking out because Tommy Lee Jones oh, keeps yeah. well, asking already- over and over do you see this mountain do you see this mountain that we're flying towards do you well, see this mountain already got the flop sweat going right I mean, oh yeah he's he's washing out done. I mean he's I thought this was going to lead to him, like, you know, I can't do it, uh, this technology, I don't understand it, whoa, you know. But no, but he, like, eventually he just screams at Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I say the mountain, what do you want me to do? Well, that's good. What I want you to do is to fly not around hit the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just quit flying like a drunk son of a bitch. And uh, so eventually they just learn that he's uh, left eye dominant instead of the right eye, which they're trying to get him to use. And it's yeah, like the you- army didn't 
plan on anyone not being the right-eyed dominant, which is odd to me that they never... I think they, they already planned on people just learning to use the right... I, I don't think it's that big of a deal no. like they made it out in the movie. I, I, I know, but I'm just, in the movie, it just should have been like, oh, it's your other eye. Well, here, wear this helmet. Well, you know? honestly, <laughs> it's basically the only point of conflict yeah, exactly. Point, other than Sean Young constantly shooting him down. Right. It's the only moment reason. where there's any sort of doubt or, or, you know, maybe I'm not good enough or anything. The rest of the movie is just random scenes of... Yay, we did it. <laughs> we accomplished the thing. Yeah, and, even, and there's like that, you know, mentor trainee rivalry thing, but it's always they're always laughing about it. Yeah, they even get into a boxing yeah. match at one point where there there's this undercurrent of Tommy Lee Jones being entirely too old, even though he's not. I mean, obviously in retrospect it's funny because, you know, now he's 70 doing this shit, but mm-hmm. this was, you know, 20 years ago. But yeah, he, he's like he's he's constantly like I'm too old, you know, to do any of these things. And he has this sparring match with Nicolas Cage, and Nicolas Cage kicks his ass, and the next day he can't move. It's just, mm-hmm. but it's never. There's no rivalry there. It's just like you know, Nicolas Cage runs up to him the next day. He's like, "Are we good?" And Tommy Lee Jones is like, "Yeah, we're good." Oh. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, and then the way they solve the eye thing. Well, of course he gets, you know, that Tommy Lee Jones has to take over the helicopter. He says, "You are on probation until blah 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 blah." Mm-hmm. And Sean Young tells him it's like sex. Nobody gets it right the first time. Right. And he's like, that really helps. Thanks. Yeah. You, you're awesome. <laughs> and then she's like, well, just ask him for help and he'll help you. Yeah. And then Tommy Lee Jones is like, nah, at first. <laughs> nah. And then the next day he helps him. And then that's completely cleared out. Yeah, that's it. Because what they do is they put some kind of periscope on his head. They, they wrap and make his him head drive a Jeep. In red panties and strap a toy periscope to his head and make him drive a Hummer. That was very convoluted. For, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you didn't have to black out the windshield of the car because yeah. they covered his eyes. I know. Yeah. Or I they could have just put him back in the simulator. Or that. Yeah. But no, let's have him drive around the expensive military base crashing into shit. Almost Apparently into all tanks. it does is it takes one time driving to cure eye dominance. Right. He's good. He's good mm-hmm. to go. Yep. Yeah. That's it. 25 years of life, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, they have to have that one stripes moment where they pull up to the general and his wife. Right. Because the general and his uh, wife are always just driving around. And they're like, honey, he's got a panty on his head. <laughs> Son, you got a panty on your head. But, but then they're like, yeah. ha-ha, there you go. Yeah. yeah, well, like Tommy Lee Jones snaps because he's like, holy shit, this guy's the highest ranking dude on the base. Mm-hmm. And Nicholas Cage and the other guy like, ha-ha, look who that yeah. is, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then they drive general off. Fuck nuts. Yeah. <laughs> And, and the missus. And like... Bef- we do not respect authority. Before that, like, during all the awkward Sean Young wooing, there's... there's At one point, they're both on a training mission together, and all the dialogue is sexual innuendo, mm-hmm. and really bad sexual innuendo. Like, she'll say anything, and he'll be like, yeah, I'll give it to you, or, you know, it's like... Yeah, he takes know. his his helicopter up higher. He's like, I always like to be on top. Right. And, Everything know. he does and says is is like, I'm going to have sex with you eventually, and... I would think like people would be listening to this and being like, "Hey, knock it off." Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm on the base is like, Jesus, dude. Yeah, yeah seriously. We, we we can hear yeah. and we have to record yeah. all of this. That's the thing too. It's except all your permanent record, except for the minor sweating problem over the the eye patch thing. There's there's no there's no sense of urgency to the training. There's no like they keep in the meetings, the briefings, they keep saying like time is running short or running faster than normal time or whatever. Oh, yeah. But it feels like this <laughs> takes place over months. It does. It seems like they're training for a long time and they keep getting Intel. Like the cartel has built a runway. Let's take a look at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 
we 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 don't know when, but the heads we hear of the cartel all have the vanished. cartel heads of the families will be showing up at this this runway. And, and like, well, oh. they have a one shot of the Dosa Keys guy from his eyes, like from three three inches yeah. away. It's like yeah. a, it's Who like a that? promo shot yeah. from his <laughs> from his resume. Look at my eyes. <laughs> he it's probably was headshot. his headshot. Yeah, from his, it's like how they get that is real. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it, all that's all, all this is set up. For the awesome third act. Mm-hmm. Well, they, yeah, they actually do shit. They eventually finally go, oh, okay, you've passed. You know, <laughs> Nicolas right. Cage gets back in the helicopter, kicks ass, shoots down Tommy Lee Jones in the training simulation. Mm-hmm. Shoots down Jester. And, and, and the whole time, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is going, you're, you're going to put me in, right, when we do this, because I'm the best pilot you got. It's like, you're too good to go. Yeah, you're too you old. You've got to teach all these rookies right. so that we can have other really best pilots ever. Yeah. But then at the last second, they're like, they're loading up to go to South America, and they're like, <laughs> we need yep, to- you're in. <laughs> they don't even give an explanation. It's not no. like Johnson got, you know, a mm. bursitis or something. It's, <laughs> it, it's just, it's just like they were going to surprise him the whole time with it. It's just yeah. like, why is this commanding officer? Jones has gout. Day? You're in. <laughs> yeah. It's, it doesn't well, make any do sense. Him, as he walks towards the camera, he goes, I knew it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we knew it too, Tommy Lee Jones, but yeah, yeah. we don't know why they were fucking with you for the whole movie. Yeah, but this also, immediately following this, gave us our first basically standing ovation of the movie, <laughs> is because Nicolas Cage finds out Sean Young is going on the mission too, because yeah. she's the scout. Yeah. And he's kind of like, they've, they've had the whole thing Freak going back. Out. Yeah, they've had the whole thing going back and forth between them because- Oh yeah, he, they went they went sex one night. Yeah, they yeah, went they, sex they to went Phil sexed. Collins. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because every <laughs> love scene in 1990 <laughs> apparently needed Phil Collins. Apparently they went to an Arizona <laughs> bed and breakfast. <laughs> I, I don't know what that was. It, it looked like a golf resort. Desert it was a desert retreat for lovers. It was an hourly motel retreat for lovers. Right. In the middle of the desert. It's, it's the desert flower. Yeah. <laughs> I could sit in the desert for hours. Blossoms. Nice. But but yeah, but their whole conflict is he just wants her to get married to and him have and have babies and be in he's the He's concerned and, for her safety. Yeah. And she, yeah. Uh, she thinks he's being a misogynist yeah, prick. Well, well, but it, his, the whole thing about him is he's like, well, that's cute. You like being a pilot. Yeah, he expresses you know? his concern for her safety. And then suddenly when he realizes, safety. oh, she could get shot down, yeah. that's when he's like, you have to go off this. You can't go right. on the mission. Right. And, and then... <laughs> Yes, because and he's then, yelling at her about this once he finds that she's going to South America yeah. with the rest of everybody yeah. else. And, she, and she's kind of like making a hell of a lot more sense. She's like, you dumbass. Yeah. yeah. What, did, what did you think? Pilot. Yeah. Right. What were you thinking? Why do you think I was training? Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she just basically turns around, storms off, and he, and he does the Nicolas Cage, God! And then he <laughs> kicks in the air. Yeah. And stomps off. Well, he was yelling up to that. Like, yeah. the, the, you yeah. know, all the rotors and everything's going. Yeah, so they're yelling. We're getting a yeah. good Nicholas Cage. He's got to yell yelling over freak all out of going. the airport noise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I just, care so much about you. Yeah. And that's the good old karate kick. And yeah. he just gets he can't bottle up his rage anymore, and yep. it comes out via yeah, karate. It's, kick it's like the Elvis kick. It is. Yeah, it it's is the exactly. Angry, yeah. He's the angry Elvis. Yes, it's he worked his Elvis into the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's when we just we clapped for a long time. That was good. And that initiates the big dogfight, right? Combat. And it's funny that the action scenes of this stuff. movie are not the strength of this movie. Well, they're, they're sort of. It's not dull. just an action scene because they're they're hanging out at their base. Like they got their little yeah. tents and everything all set up. Which I don't know where Sean Young was sleeping. They might have had another tent for her, private or something. Tent. sure. For the lady. Well, I think there was one other lady. 
or she was a mechanic or something. I don't know. Oh, that's right. There was that one lady. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. She might have been a mechanic. I, it was hard to tell. They right. never even bothered lingering on her. No. Except for long enough for the one guy to be like, hey, yeah. how you doing? He's like, oh, you're the other lady. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, par- you. I'm apparently going to hit on you. <laughs> De facto. Right. But uh, yeah, so they're just hanging out in their tent and he and Tommy Lee Jones are talking like, you know, you ready for this? I didn't sleep a wink last night and he's peeling an orange and eating. Oh, I could eat an orange for hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> pyrotechnics everywhere. Dude gets launched on a... Yeah. Yeah. On a springboard thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. another guy loses an arm. Yeah, guy yeah. loses his arm. At, ah, yeah. Quick, get to the choppers. Yes, which they, they do. do, and get to the chopper. It's very lucky that this this incoming artillery strike or whatever did not hit any of the choppers until not a, not wait, it does one. hit until, one until they took off. Yeah, it, one it hits yeah. one, and it's like no one we've seen. It's like yeah, we don't course. know who it was who died, so it's no big deal. But that just gives. Nicholas Cage and Tommy County. Lee Jones. Yeah. <laughs> it gives them an excuse to get angry at. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh, they've killed our guys. And Nicholas Cage starts saying weird things at this point. Like his his gunner says something about he's he needs to go home to his mother and Nicholas Cage says, I'm your, mother, your now. mother now. Which is like I don't quite know what that means. I would stop and turn around and go, What do you mean by that? It's I like, don't. Did you just insult me? Or? <laughs> is, is that good? I don't know. Are you going to take care of me? Uh, so yeah, anyway, for, suckle for I, your I, teeth. I, want, I do want to mention. Okay. The other cheering moment we had just before that happens mm-hmm. is Nicholas Nicholas Cage gets a speech from Tommy Lee Jones oh, gives, about yeah. how awesome oh, he yes. wants him yeah. to be, and he goes. It, it basically the end of it. He tells him. Won't you be a first class all American hero with his heart and brain wired together, cooking full tilt boogie for freedom and justice? <laughs> yeah. and we were like, yes, yes, yes. Time to join the yes. military. <laughs> Get Sir. me in a helicopter well, right now. Their their mutual back padding was pretty amazing too when they're having the orange speech because right. he's just like, yo, son, you're you know you're the best I've ever seen. You know you did things I never thought were possible that I didn't think I could do. Blah blah blah. And, and then <laughs> we're and the, just like, wow, that yeah. yeah. And then like you know, there's some like, going he's like, on he's like here. Oh, you know, it's like, dude, when you did that role in the thing that mm-hmm. that was amazing too i you know i barely got you and stuff like that yeah, and he was like he's like yeah well yeah he's basically like you know you're, you're you're better than me and he's like well yeah i know i'm awesome but yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I am an ass kicker. I, I, yeah, I know. pretty good too <laughs> he said something great though like i know i'm magical or something like that. yeah yeah but there's it's tommy lee jones yeah yeah but they they get in the air and there's just a bad this, guy this takes is, off starts chasing him around and, yeah but this is where i have issues with the movie oh. in that <laughs> the way these scenes are filmed is really fucking hard to follow. They're random shots, really, that they yeah. edited together into some sort I mean, of it's almost like they coherent had footage of pilots doing stuff. Well, no, that, it, they filmed all. This was all. This is probably where every stock footage shot of these helicopters came mm-hmm. from going forward. But they were. This was all being filmed there. I mean, yeah. this, this was all original footage, which was good. Yeah, I was. I was actually kind of dreading these scenes and they're they're better than i expected because i thought it was just going to be like stock footage of helicopters over the desert right but and even reading the imdb they had hundreds of technical advisors and pilots yeah Yeah, but this was basically a commercial for bell helicopter yeah but you just get the feeling so many of them like they were just in the wrong spot and they couldn't do another take of it oh sure they 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 did not go out and say okay we're filming this scene today there was just like all right go out fill the helicopters Mm -hmm. and then it's like okay let's edit this together so it looks like chasing the other now this one's chasing that one yeah i mean there was i I thought it worked pretty well personally i mean it it worked i mean it's just not great it it was serviceable is what it was um i mean there's parts of top gun that don't make sense no like, i know 
the geography, you know, geography changes in Top Gun a lot. Sure. Like, oh, fly down, you know, near the ground, and like, and then suddenly they're way the fuck up in the clouds. I mean, just, well, I mean, the good yeah. thing here is that South America and Arizona and wherever they go to blow up the cartels all looks exactly the same. Sure. Yeah, it's the exact same <laughs> location, yeah. so that helps a lot. Looks a lot like Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And then it's just, you know... They, yeah, but they, what happens is Sean Young finds mm-hmm. the place where they're supposed to be. Right. Because she's that's got when, super secret And that's when the world's like most there. interesting man shows well, up. Well, no, first they have to blow the fuck up out of their little radar dish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. To a she's massive to radar explosion. Did, right. Man, they did not like direct no, TV. They were no. angry at that thing, man. Fuck your thing. NFL, son. They took it. Take that target. <laughs> they blew that thing. That that was one of the better explosions in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. They were so angry at it. Yeah, they shot like three <laughs> missiles at this thing. They were super pissed. What was it like? Find me a pile of high-tech bullshit and let's blow it up. Yep. Exactly. Yep, and they did, and they're like, "All right, let's let's go do something else." Oh yeah. shit! It's the world's yeah. most well, interesting. I think, man. I think first they see the uh, the high speed plane, whatever it was, the sort of pseudo stealth jet looking. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and they're like, "Oh," and they and then like they're kind of they're kind of tracking that, and then you know, the world's most interesting right. man and a scorpion shows yeah, up. Yeah, and he starts chasing Sean Young, mm-hmm. to which Nicolas Cage has a line. I don't exactly he, remember what the line says, is. You're not touching her, you filthy piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he says it in the greatest Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Pausing and you know pseudo anger. Yep, you're not touching her. You filthy piece of shit. <laughs> but he was a lot angry. He was a lot more intense. Yeah, you're not touching not her. <laughs> you filthy piece of shit. Yep, that's closer. There, Much go. closer. I'm working on it. Yeah, I'll but, be an expert soon. Yeah. So then you basically and then, and that, one, that one when that happened, yeah. we were like, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, get me in a fucking helicopter. Yeah, fuck him up. Yeah, because then he basically disengages trying to shoot her and immediately goes after them. And they try to do this thing where they, you know, they lead him on so that he's attacking them and then like drop and there's Tommy Lee Jones to shoot him, but it doesn't really work. No, because... And then they just kind of go, fuck that and let's go after the planes while we'll let him fight this guy. Yeah, they abandon that dude and then it's... They go after the planes. Yeah. They shoot one down. They shoot one of the planes down. Right. And then the other plane shoots down Tommy Lee Jones. Mm -hmm. Or no... No, the, no, the yeah, world's the dangerous man, or the world's, 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 world's most world's interesting man, right. man shoots yeah, down Tommy. Yeah, shoots right. down, but they, they just kind they, of, they gently, land. They gently, they don't, sort of. They don't, don't, they don't do anything. They go out of camera range, well, yeah. and then they're on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he but doesn't explode. He just... No. It's, yeah. it's a crash, because... Crash lands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they established early on that you can smash the fuck out of these like, things. Unless, and you're, okay. unless you're in the front seat. Right. Because that dude gets killed. That dude's dead. I think he got shot. And Tommy Lee Jones' legs are both broken, but Sean Young lands by them, and... Runs and Tommy Lee Jones then has her MacGyver this thing. No, it's there. Like it, I don't know if it's real, but they have obviously. It seemed realistic. It. Yeah. I mean, they'd obviously <laughs> thought about it. Like they've got stinger missiles on the chopper, right. and then they've got in the chopper in a little compartment. They've got a a shoulder mounted stinger yeah. missile launcher, right? That you assemble and yeah. strap the <laughs> the stinger missile to, and then paint your target it mm-hmm. sounds mildly logical sure sure I, it like, didn't seem hey, totally ridiculous it's not, not like totally he ridiculous. pulled it out from it totally under worked for me yeah. i bought it i was fine with it yeah because there was actually a process to put it together yes. that yeah. he was walking her through yeah, yeah. and the, he was explaining it to her like she was an idiot yeah you take the grenade and you pull the pin you throw it at someone no well you pull the pin not the three first did you pull the pin otherwise they throw it back at you no but she gets it together the and and meanwhile, this jet is the dumbest jet it's pretty, ever. It's, it's because strafing them. It continues to like yes, it yeah. continues to shoot at the already crashed helicopter, and mm-hmm. not hey the hot helicopter twenty yards to the right. No, that is still or you down missile. Right, I don't know. No, yeah. it's just yeah. Yeah. but yeah. So he's shooting at them, and of course it flies by, and Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> is just like 
okay, now you want to turn around (laughs) and shoot him in the ass. (laughs) Which he does. Pulls the trigger, missile goes off, blows up plane. That airplane is a sob, by the way. A sob? Yeah. Really? Like like the car? Yeah. Okay. That the same company manufactures airplanes. I was not aware of engines. Pretty sweet. I did not know that. Yeah, they look like little drones. Yeah, Yeah, it's a cool looking aircraft. Yeah. Yeah. And it looked cool blowing up. Draken. That's one thing to their advantage, man. Stuff going up in the air always looks awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep. Usually. Yeah. They, I mean, there's almost some there's some good matching time. model work in this movie yeah. that yes. that works well. Like the so. helicopters exploding with the rotor still spinning. Right, mm-hmm. it's good yeah. stuff. I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I do. So they blow that jet up. Tommy Lee Jones had blown up one of the jets earlier, mm-hmm. or well, his yes. wingman did. Right. Yeah, not wingman, his gunner, his, sure, his rotor man. Who, who, I don't know. Who, yeah, he <laughs> the got, dead he, guy. He yeah, got a pretty guy. bloody death. Like when she found him, I was like, yeah, he was like shot in the face. She just sort of like the eye, violently throws him around. Okay, yeah, no. So they take care of that, but then you still got Nicholas Cage chasing the world's most interesting man, right? And and they're doing the back and forth. You know, he gets the advantage. The other guy gets the advantage. The guy ends up shooting the side of their. Uh, he's shooting, helicopter, he, yeah, he and he ends up dude. shooting. Yeah, yeah he, his, the he, he ends up shooting the gunner like through the leg, and the gunner so is he's like, like, and I he's can't like, shoot. I can't shoot anymore. So apparently, getting shot in the leg right. renders you incapable of shooting. Yeah, well, sure. he was holding his arm when he got out later. So okay, uh, so he yeah. it must have hit his arm. Too, Magic bullet. But, yeah. but yeah. so yeah, so it's, Nicholas Cage now has to gun and fly. Right, of course, like a tank to prove how awesome. Difficult man. It's tough. I know. Just gotta stop crossing these over. No. So, yes, so they completely steal Paige out of Top Gun, except opposite, because mm-hmm. the dude is chasing him, he's got a lock on him, but then he dips down in the canyon really fast mm-hmm. and pulls yeah. the brakes. Right. The guy flies by him, and he's like, I got you now. And Son of a Now, bitch. here's the best thing. is like, instead of just shooting a missile at him, he shoots guns at him yeah. first. Yeah. And then he shoots missiles at him, I believe. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I guess so. But the, the the advantage here is is that they give you a shot inside the cockpit of the of, of the, the dude of getting, getting ripped apart, apart getting bullets. Bullets. Like, ripped into the th- throat right. with bullets. Yeah, yeah. So like just for a half a second, yeah. just enough to go oh, and then he shoots a missile, <laughs> then boom, boom. <laughs> right. And yes. it's like it's amazing because anytime. <laughs> Anytime people take a, take a projectile in the throat, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a pretty good shot. You know, <laughs> any kind of projectile movie, it gets the bloodlust yeah. going. It yeah. really does. And Nicholas Cage says, "I'll even take a fist to the throat." Well, sure. he, he goes, "Oops, you blew it." Yeah, yeah. and then shoots him. Yeah. yeah, and then he says, "That one's for you, Dobbs." Yes. Now, yeah. like 20 yeah. other people are dead, but only Dobbs. He doesn't matters. even know if Tommy Lee Jones has right. lived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At yeah. This he point. has no. His world could be dead. He knows. He knows for sure that his best buddy Dobbs was killed by this guy. So the only one out for kill. anyone out yet. It's right. the only confirmed kill he has. Right. Dobbs. Master Cage. So yeah, basically they <laughs> they land and pick up uh, Sean Young and and Tommy Lee Jones and still barking things from a stretcher like well it's you it's, better not drop me or you will <laughs> never serve your position again. It's basically the eighties nineties end to any movie, which yeah. is all the rescue fire. Everybody's all mm-hmm. you know doing their thing, and that's mm-hmm. the end of the movie. Except this one's in the desert, mm-hmm. and you know they they've got Tommy Lee Jones on a, on a <laughs> on a gurney, and he is just shouting orders and just still giving pep talks, and he's like. Hell yeah, we did it, you know. Did you get him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I got him, sir. He gives him the A-OK. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then crank up some more Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Movie, do, 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 movie out. Do, do, do. As the do, 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 helicopters do, 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 fly do, do, into the sun. Off into the moon. Da, 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 <laughs> That's right, it was the moon. Because they come out of the sun at the beginning and then into yeah, the moon into the at the end. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Man, this movie has so many things going on. <laughs> I got the Knight Rider theme going on. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, that that's the thing too is that they use the Knight Rider sound effects as the helicopters flying around. Sure. Like when yeah, you, that's you, true. whenever like the car would drive around in Knight Rider and it would make a specific sound, they've used that sound library for the helicopters in this. That distracted the hell out of me. So okay, just saying. Yeah. Yep. Another thing, the soundtrack, man. Soundtrack switches between being really awesome, like yeah. generic awesome, like in that military movie flight stuff. Like, that it, stuff like when amazing, it started yeah. off in the beginning, it was like you got the horns going. It's like it keeps trying to be the Olympic theme. It it's like one note away from that. It wanted to be that so badly. Like as soon as we heard that, we were like, all right. Yeah. Patriotism boner has they, happened. There was the, the crawl at the very beginning that explains the stuff about the drug cartels. Right. You know what they had to do? Hire the NFL got, films guy to read that. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. That would have been oh. major patriotism <laughs> <Right>. boner. <laughs> yeah, because it's so weird watching this, too. Like, you watch this as, like, a time capsule moment, and it's like, okay, in the 90s, our biggest problem was drugs. Yeah. Yeah, before the, before the <laughs> first Gulf War happened, right. before Desert Storm happened, yeah. it was basically, like... Those were your generic bad guys, were cartels. Because right. isn't mm-hmm. that who they go after in uh, Navy SEALs also? Isn't it a cartel or something in uh, the yeah, I think South so. that they're sure. going after? I think they were a little Maybe. nastier than just drug runners or whatever. Yeah, but but it's, Probably slave trading, too. Yeah. yeah. It's still, it's always that generic South American yeah. <laughs> right. conflict. Yeah. Well, from, from pretty Gun much like... Child prostitution. Yeah. <laughs> drug yeah. dealers, yeah. yes. Well, like, pretty much like post-Vietnam, it was either commies or cartels. Or right. Well, well, we had just, you know, the Cold War ended... Right. And we hadn't started yeah, hating point, the Middle yeah. East yet. Mm-hmm. So it was like, what do we do? Well, uh, you know, drugs. We are still bad. got cartels. War on yeah. drugs. So let's get them. Because, you know, like clear and present danger and all that, you know, it just became all about get the drugs. Mm-hmm. So get to the drugs. Or the IRA and Patriot Games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but there's yeah, also but the big, you know, war on drugs crap going on. Crap. Dare and. Yeah, but Dare. they they have that you know the the patriotic military music yeah. going, and then other scenes it's just like the generic slow like early nineties. Well, and there was that terrible like bar Phil band Collins too. Crap. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah the, the mullet the, the mullet vested, the white shirts yeah. and the vests and the the, the midnight like, oil sunglasses. Because yeah. <laughs> it was funny because as the movie was going, I mean when that first when they had the first horns in the beginning, we we're like Stargrove. Yep, yep. and then <laughs> it they, they hit like a Phil Collins moment. It was like Stargrove revoked. Not for me. And then it came back, and it was like, Star Grove. <laughs> and then I was like, nope, take it back. No. Dude, in 1990, you get busy to Phil Collins. Yeah. Totally acceptable. Yeah. Now, no. Not so much. No. I don't have anything against the, the Phil Collins songs. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, maybe Their not. Their placement was weird. Yeah. It's almost like this yeah. movie didn't deserve Phil Collins songs. Like, it was <laughs> right. too... Well, it just seemed like Phil Collins at that time... No, <laughs> You I'm, don't deserve Phil <laughs> no, Collins. I'm just saying Phil, Phil Collins... Phil is too good for you. You Phil get Collins your songs. filthy sticking hands off my I mean, Phil Collins. I understand why he was on the soundtrack, because the dude directed Buster a couple yes. years before, so they were obviously friends, oh, and that's how it worked sake. out, but... Um, it, it, this is just sort of a B picture. It's like it's obviously a lesser grade Top Gun. It doesn't deserve an A list soundtrack. That's so. why I got Phil Collins and not Kenny Loggins. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like mm. Kenny Loggins would have fit in at this point because his career was essentially done. Excuse me. After. Excuse me. After the, the Top Gun was four years earlier. You son of a bitch! Are you going to throw Caddyshack two out there? Yes. <laughs> okay. Chuck, you are not all right. Damn. Hmm. I don't worry about you. <laughs> okay, right. Let's rate this movie. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right. Does it get a Stargrove? I give it a Stargrove. I don't. Harlow. Mm. I, I, yeah, I, I give it a Stargrove because I fucking love yeah. that military music yeah. shit. That's enough. Fuck all the other shit. I, did, I didn't think it had enough to rate a Stargrove. Son okay. of a bitch. Yep. 
0.5 star. That's the correct answer, BJ. <laughs> yeah. No Stargrove. Whatever. Okay. All right. Give it an I actual mean, it, rating. It didn't have a bad soundtrack. It just didn't have a Stargrove soundtrack. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. It sh- I think I think its problem was closing on the Phil Collins song. It needed oh, closing yeah. on a non-ass kicking song. Yes. Yeah. It needed a America <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah it, it needed <laughs> Motley Crue or some yeah. shit. <laughs> Rock you like a hurricane. Right. Yes. <laughs> Kickstart yes. my heart. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yes. god. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you can use Kickstart my heart. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sold. Agreed. Any ACDC song would have fit right in there. Meh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meh. Oh, sorry. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you gotta say we just we threw out the trump card with kickstart yeah yeah so, that's true yeah you know, why you am i talking everything it's all downhill sounds, from I know, there i know but no um <sighs> it's a four for me there, there's that part of me that's like i really want to give it a five but i i just i I was frustrated by the geography of the action and at the end i, I really was well, it was like yeah. there are so many awesome things and if it had just been a little more cohesive the way they edited it, mm-hmm. it would be an easy five for me because Tommy Lee Jones is awesome. Nicolas Cage go swings from both extremes that you want out of Nicolas Cage yeah. from completely disinterested <laughs> to flipping the fuck out and doing Elvis kicks. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it satisfies that level. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and Sean Young is just ugh. bad choice. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> so hot. yeah and the fact there's just no con- there's no real choice. conflict in the middle at all <laughs> there's no conflict so, at all anywhere yeah yeah so yeah it, it's a four but man it's a few things and it could have been a five yep okay the golden age of movies continues to please mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone else bueller? bueller you go ahead i'm still mulling it over okay well i can break it down like this i can actually kind of very quickly chart how i rated this movie and how it went up the jock scale. <laughs> All right. Opening note, you know, the, the crawl, the, <laughs> yes, the military music uh, was immediately like, this is a jocks movie mm-hmm. watching some helicopters fly around. Yes. We're maybe up to two. Nicholas Cage shows up and his hair starts going crazy. There's another jocks. <laughs> That's definitely in two jocks territory now. Yeah. I didn't even mention how he dyed his hair in the middle of the movie. Mm, Back sure. and forth all and the it, time. It changed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to say like Tommy Lee Jones shows up. That's another jocks right off the bat. Mm hmm. And then Nicolas Cage goes crazy, and that's another jocks. <laughs> and I was sitting at a solid four jocks until the end happened, and that actually pushes, pushes me up to a five jocks. I loved the ending. It was the neck explosion, wasn't it? Was it was the neck explosion. <laughs> no, it was everything. It was like firing a fucking Stinger missile from a downed helicopter. It was neck explosion. It was blowing the fuck out of a satellite for no goddamn reason. They yep. hated Springboard it. dude <laughs> flying. All of that. I, I liked it enough that I thought that was a satisfying ending, and yeah, so it's a five jocks for me. All right. I am going to agree with Mackie. What? And give it a four. I I want to give it a five because I did enjoy the hell out of it. However, just from, from, from scene to scene, from point to point, there's no real logical reason for most of the movie to be happening. No. It, it's just sort of... It, I, I hate to hold it to the sta- the Top Gun standard of screenwriting. Well, but then don't. Well, I have to because no. it's it's the same goddamn don't. movie. But if you're going to rip off something, you've got to at least hit all the same notes. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys something. This movie is a lot closer in plot to Robot Jocks. I know. There, if you had an Alexander, there, this would be the same movie. And that's un- that may be even more so than the geography of because of it, the scenes at the end. If there was an Ice Man. 
or an Alexander. Yeah. There, yeah. Were, there was a large portion in the middle that is, in Robot Jocks that nothing happens. You know, oh, yeah, and I, I mean, well, he, I mean, he did go up against the most interesting man in the world. Yeah. Which you know, yeah, but that he they, wasn't that interesting. They do nothing to set him up other than like say he's he, the best. Yeah, he's, he's killed he's, Dobbs for Christ's yeah. sake. No, but you know Dobbs. what? He is. He's the dude in Speed Racer who's supposed to be the guy he was racing against at the end. Right. That we were like, oh, who's that? Okay, whatever. You know, it's kind of he's that same type of thing where he's like not a personality, but the way everyone else talks about him well, make, means that we're supposed to feel like he's this big threat. I mean, even something villain. like Days of Thunder, which changes villains in the third act for no reason whatsoever and brings in Carrie Elways, and all of a sudden you just like, oh, okay, that's the dude we hate now. Fuck you. hate him. Mm-hmm. That only had a third of a movie to make you hate him, and they did it right away. There was there was instantly, you know, it had the whole... I, I, I don't know. I, I'm holding it to this ridiculous standard of better <laughs> shitty movies. But <laughs> I, what? I liked it a lot. I just wish there had been a little something. A, a, a sidekick, a, an Iceman, uh, Tommy Lee Jones hating Nicolas Cage. Something. Mm-hmm. We're going to have words something. about Days of Thunder, I think, is what we're going to have. I'm not even worried about Firebirds anymore. I like Days of Thunder. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, the third act sudden pl- villain change is weird. Sure, yeah. yeah. All right. Agreed. So, okay. Can PJ. we talk about this movie some yeah we can talk about firebirds okay um give us your rating on firebirds you guys almost talked me out of my five which is no 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 stick with it no that's why i said almost okay good um because there there are a lot of things to doubt about this movie Mm -hmm. one thing you can't doubt about this movie is the enormous throbbing veiny patriotism (laughs) boner that it gives you but there's not one waving american flag in this whole movie not one not one silhouetted shot against like a giant flag in an auditorium. Did There's, it need it? Yes. No. Yes. It no. needed flag waving. There was a flag flying from my giant <laughs> erection for America. Well, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm glad I was sitting in the back row. <laughs> yeah. I used to be proud to be an American. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. It's according to flag code. It's oh, good. okay. Good. Okay. Oh, as long as it doesn't touch the ground. I'm right. flying a half mask Never touched the ground. Ah, <laughs> That's it for Dobbs. <laughs> Dobbs deserves a full erection, damn it. For no reason. It's out of respect. All right. Out of respect. And Sean no. Young, that's definitely um, half best. Yeah. <laughs> Boner killer. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, fine. Yeah. It, yeah. Just, I, I, I remember shouting uncontrollably in the middle of this movie. I freaking love this movie. Yes. And. Uh, I just got caught up in the awesome and seriously amazing explosions. They and do a good job with the explosions, except Jones for the attack on the explosions. the base camp or whatever. That was yeah, those some were a little cheesy in ground. Yeah, I, and they didn't even show anything specifically attacking it. No. They didn't even time that anything was, to fly over them. Yeah, no, I did see like a shadow. Well, they had the, they had the radar. It. They might have been hitting them with mortars or something. Sure, I don't know something Maybe. remote. I don't know because that's why they were so pissed at that goddamn satellite dish. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck that, that satellite dish. dish. They blew up yeah. Dobbs' cousin. <laughs> they had a vested well, yeah, interest even, in the cable company. Right. But even though it's not <laughs> yeah. a cable monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. They blew him to Xfinity and beyond. Wow. That was Comcastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. So, yes, even though it's not a unanimous five, this is... Oh, it's this great. Is still watch great. This it's movie. great. You got to watch, watch this. this. Get yeah. you some of this movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Right now. Break time, right? Break. break. <laughs> yes.
All right, welcome back. Hey, Mamcast. Yeah, we're going to have the second Bamcast. half of the third anniversary episode of the Mamcast. Great. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if you remember last year, I gave everyone a Waisu. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Waisu for a uh, for second two anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The third anniversary is the Deathstalker anniversary. Yeah. So. so it's the rape anniversary. <laughs> so, yes. We now have a copy of the uh, Sword and Sorcery collection. The non-consensual on the shelf. sex anniversary. Yes. Surprise yep. sex. sex That had what? Deathstalker, Deathstalker 2. Barbarian Queen. Barbarian Queen. And the Sword and Sorcery, I think. Well, yeah. Or the else. Sword and Sorceress. Sword and Sorceress. Sorceress. Eh. Sword and the Death Sorceress. One that's probably not as good as Deathstalker. Probably. Probably not. No. But it's free. <laughs> it's sure. on the disc. Yeah, exactly. We bought Deathstalker, and it came with three free movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I just figured it deserved to be on the shelf with it the rest does. of them. So glorious movie, damn straight. So whenever <laughs> was that your first episode? It was. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's what I brought to the table. <laughs> brought the, the rape. rape. Good job, Chuck. Yep. So we saw some movies. We sure did. Hey, movies. Movies. I heard we've talked about those before. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um. I apparently am going to watch a Ryan Gosling movie every weekend for the rest of my life Aww. because last weekend I watched Drive. He is dreamy. And <laughs> yeah. And this weekend <laughs> I watched The Ides of March uh, with equally dreamy George Clooney. Yay. Double dream. Yeah. Dream boat city. Double dream hands. Uh, dream. Who also directed. Oh, really? Yes. I did not realize dream. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a George Clooney movie. Don't you know everything yes. about oh, George Clooney? Man. It's a George no, Clooney I don't know everything. I just know his address and his phone number and <laughs> a few other things. Shoe size. Yeah. Yeah. It um it's probably like toast buttered. <laughs> Does he like five Aside spot from toast? that, I I bet, he, I bet he likes butter on both sides of the I'm, toast. I'm not privileged to share uh, that information. Does he like five spot toast? I'm not privileged to share that information. Oh, God mm. damn it! You're holding out on us. I might. It would give away my source if I told you. Mm. Your so, sorcery. Ides of March, Chuck, <laughs> the Toastmaster, <laughs> the warrior, go. and the sorceress. By the way, I hear ah. Ides of March is about politics. It is about politics. It's, it's not about. It's not about Caesar. The fifteenth of nope. Nope. March. Nope. There is sort of a fall in it, but not really. It basically takes the the general sort of whimsical attitude that the West Wing had about politics and starts out that way and then slowly descends into this what politics actually is, which is evil and vile and just the most unpleasant thing, sell your soul type experience that you could have. Super. Yeah. Sounds um, uplifting. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's most certainly not uplifting. Uh, it's probably fairly accurate as far as things go in terms of political campaigns and running these kinds of things. It's basically about the Democratic primary where there's two candidates left and they're both trying to you know outsmart the other campaign to get the nomination and there's all these other shenanigans going on. It's it's very well done, very well made. I think. I think when Clooney sticks to directing drama, he does it very well. Cast is really great. It's got uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Paul Giamatti and just a bunch of famous people in it that you like who are good at acting, which mm-hmm. is what movies should have. Uh, <laughs> people you like and who are good at acting well, yeah, the movie. Yeah, you know. He gets a good group of people together and they make an entertaining movie. It's it's not uplifting. You don't finish it and go, ah, that was great. And I understand why, I understand why one, it made no money. And then six months later, everyone was like, that was pretty good. Let's give it some awards. Mm -hmm. So it's worth watching. Absolutely. Cool. If you like that sort of morality tale. kind of. I don't, you don't like morality. I'll probably never watch that. Okay. I just, it's one of, it's one of those subjects that have you ever watched a George Clooney directed movie? Uh, I don't think I have actually. Confessions of a dangerous mind. Probably try that. What? Leatherheads? Don't, Other than that one. Just that's the one don't watch. <laughs> no, Confessions of the Dangerous Mind, Good Night, Good Luck, you should watch yeah. these. Yeah. Those are... 
And, and it's very, it's very them. similar to those in yeah. tone and scope and yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you liked it, Chuck. Yeah, it's good. Even if the subject matter does not appeal to me at all. Like, do you have to really be interested in politics? No, not at all. It, it? There, there's not any kind of in-depth anything, as long as you have sort of a general knowledge of, of how things work. Okay. So it, it's not... it's well, not. Maybe I will watch it, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, all the things that it does. Mm-hmm. There's usually a young character who's being explained to, you know, oh, so yes. that the regular person can understand. Oh, that's me. I like those characters. Yep. I identify you with them. You get that. a surrogate. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Sweet. So that's what I saw. It's my yeah. Ellen Page. Arlo, <laughs> you <laughs> yes. kind of overdosed on movies this week. I did. I went Redbox crazy. Nice. It's like a drug. When you return one, you're like, hey, they have this. Uh-huh. Let's get that, I too. almost borrowed one of them from you, but then decided against it. Well, I'll talk about that one first. Yeah. And that's The Thing uh, pre-make. 2011. Oh. Yeah. The that's, thing. What that's what I'm going to call it. It's pre-make. The pre-make? The pre-make. Because it's a prequel, but kind of a remake, kind of a prequel. So is it officially... Tied to yes. the good movie? Yes. Okay. Um, in kind of, I think, a hackneyed way towards the end <laughs> that I won't get into, really. Like, is it just shoehorned in? I, like I feel like it was. Kind of I feel like they kind of made this movie and were like, uh, we kind of set out with this in mind, but then we kind of forgot about it somewhere along the way, <laughs> and we probably should tie the room together. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I feel like they did. It's not terrible. And and I would I would liken it like this. To me, it is the Star Wars prequel to the original trilogy. It on mm-hmm. its own, if it were a thing that existed, you would watch it and go, "Hey, that's pretty good. I was entertained. I'm not going to bust my head open trying to think about it. It's just this was a movie. The effects were kind of cool, and I go along with the rest of my day like nothing ever happened, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the original thing is kind of a masterpiece and can be rewatched gazillions of times and you can pick up new things every time you watch it. Yes. And this has none of that. And its <laughs> biggest fault is that it's CG just about everything. Mm. And that's a problem. Um, there's, I think, one scene where there's like an autopsy scene where I think they built practical effects and I think every other creature thing was CG'd. That is disappointing. And the thing is, is like the movie's really dark, like really, really dark. Like that's one of the things is like the original thing is dark, but they they mood lit it really well. Yeah, you could still see. Yeah, mm. and it's like even on like the you know the stupid surfaces of like, hey, I just kind of want to look at you know, I'm not really enjoying this. Let me just look at Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Well, mm-hmm. she's dark most of the time. It's like <laughs> she's there, she's wearing a parka, and it's dark. So there you go. Mm. But yeah, it's I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't hate it, but it's. It's very average compared to the original thing. Mm. I or not original, but you know the eighty two thing. I, I I don't know how it could have even. I mean, I, I went I went in with it like, hey, I'm I'm ready to see this. I want to see this. I mean, I admit I'm kind of interested to see it, mm-hmm. and, and that's yeah, I'm still gonna watch. That's it. a spillover entirely of my love of the eighty two version. Yes, mm-hmm. that that's that's entirely why I want to see it. Not well, because I think it's gonna be any good. That's the tough thing they end up with is having to do effects in CG. Where I mean, aside from the obvious storytelling techniques that they use, but the practical effects in that movie are most of the time what people think of when you think about the thing. Right. Yeah. Is the crazy, awesome special effects that they did. Yeah, and nobody's cool. Like, I mean, she's just, she's like a paleontologist, you know, I don't know, it's like kind of, some kind of made up, not made up, Mm -hmm. but it's like some kind of obscure job she has. She's like a gastrozoologist. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's like she's like, she's like an archaeologist slash paleontologist, you know, like she digs in. Crypto psychologist. Something like that. They explain it in like two seconds, but she's not, 
she sort of kind of takes charge at a certain point, but she's never cool. She never has any kind of Kurt Russell vibe whatsoever. Mm. You know, it's not like finally the right person is taking yeah, charge of I mean, the situation. There, there, there's no Kurt Russell. There's no Keith David. There's just nobody that's like, hey, that guy's awesome. Right. I mean, the guy, I, I swear I will never try to pronounce his name. The dude from Lost. Yes, Mr. Echo yeah. or Adebisi. I'm never going to try to pronounce his name because mm-hmm. I would just murder it. Triple A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's in it, and it's like he's kind of doesn't have a lot of screen time. Uh, there's a couple other people like you recognize that don't do a whole lot. Yeah. There, there's uh, that blonde douchey guy. There's all kinds of movies. I can't remember his name. Shows up like at the very beginning. It doesn't matter. But Polly Shore. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's that like he's that Matthew Eric, Eric Balfour school of like. Oh no! Dude, Second week with an Eric. No, Balfour no, it's not reference. him. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> no, it's, but it's, you made me think of him again, and I hate you now. Okay, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> hmm. But anyway, it's sorry. just it's just weird because like they they just feel like they could have just done something cool and like kept it like Norwegians. Like that's what you expect the prequel to be is here's the Norwegians, but they're like, well, we gotta throw some Americans in there so you can identify. Yeah, see, right there, that's sort of like a, a breaking the premise yeah. already. Yeah, because the whole. 82 movie was about you know they go and see what the norwegians were up to and mm-hmm. they couldn't figure anything out because it was oh, and all they, in and norwegian they, and, and they tie there are some things where they tie things together and it's like oh this is how that happened and you know mm-hmm. things like that but on the, all in all it's just like unnecessary well yeah it's like when the creature is just doing things that it didn't do in the second one it's like why can it do that now so it's like r2d2 having rockets exactly okay yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah okay mm, that's so, dumb anyway all right so what else you watched i watched hugo Hey, Ugo. Ugo. Hey, Academy Award winning Ugo. Ugo. Yes. Ugo. The one that beat out uh, Tree of Life for cinematography. Ugo. And all right, so in a lot of ways, I probably should have done this a long time ago, but for some reason, I think this is a movie that may have finally cracked it into my consciousness of I really should just not give a fuck about the Academy Awards or any awards, period. Welcome. And and <laughs> Welcome, I, think, my brother. I think it's because like I started this movie and my first thought was, Fuck this movie. It's mm-hmm. opening shot is this long CG ridden thing. And I'm like, fuck this movie for beating Tree of Life and cinematography. Fuck it in its ass because <laughs> this is not cinematography. Sweet. This is in a fucking computer and it's flying over all of Paris and going through trains and blah, blah, blah. And like one long giant CG shot. It's like, oh, that's fucking impressive. Tappy, tappy, tap, you know. Right. Get into Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. A team of just that easy. A team of artists spent <laughs> yeah. months working on it. Well, Whatever. Well, I, just, I mean, yeah. it's like it's not cinematography. It's not cinematography. If anything, it's right. like you can win best visual effects. That's a I visual effect shot. Jerked right. off something better on a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you, you, there's a difference between cinematography and visual effects. And and the first shot is like, ooh, visual <laughs> effects cinematography. Mm-hmm. We gave us an award. Uh-huh. And then I was like, wait, why? Why do I care? Why? Why? Why am I comparing this to that? This is apples and oranges. Just watch the movie. And not only is it a charming movie as kind of a kid's adventure kind of movie and in that more whimsical way than something like Super 8 where it's like this is realistic time period. This is kids right. kind of going on a classic grand adventure of mystery and solving this and doing that. Goonies. And but still, <laughs> you know. I know. Yeah. More G rated gotcha. you know, kind of thing. But this whole movie is just drenched in this rich film history. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird that a lot of people I think are appreciating it as much. I mean, maybe they're just appreciating it on this one level, but I mean, Ben Kingsley's character plays, uh, George Millay, who's like a famous Whoa. silent film director. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a French silent film director. And, and they, it's all about, they never really established exactly when this movie takes place. I'm, I'm going to guess it's in the early, 
it's either in the late like 1920s or early 1930s because mm-hmm. they're they're still like they go to theater once and they're still watching silent films so it's like it's right on that era where right. it hadn't quite crossed over but they're watching later ones and gotcha. and so like it's this thing where like you know these old original lumiere brothers films are lost and things like that and you know people are trying to get understand this film history stuff mm. and so you kind of got all this happening and then there's like this whole kind of I hate to I hate to say it because it's French, but I mean there is like this very heavy like Junet vibe to it of like he hides and he kind of lives in this uh, train station and there's wacky characters in the train station kind of thing. Yeah, it's 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 a really good movie. It sounds like it's kind of convoluted, but it's just it's really fun and it's got people in it doing things like I mean it's got it's got oh, great well just like people you people wouldn't like movies things. with people in it doing things <laughs> people doing things that you Good wouldn't stuff. expect them to do like Sasha Baron Cohen is in this movie what and playing like the uh, the chief inspector of the train station and was he of, wacky mildly but yeah. you know it was like kind of like a mild comedic uh, physical role mm. but otherwise it's very straight faced you know I am a inspector you know I'm, I'm not inspector Clouseau I'm so he's RS. not Roberto Benini right no okay. I mean he's like he, <laughs> He's got like a physical malady thing that kind of, of sets up sort of like a kind of a comical thing, but you a know, joke. He, he's trying to like straight face it, and mm-hmm. by the end, you're like, "Wow, I feel kind of bad for laughing at him ever." But <laughs> no, I gotta say, this whole time, like even up through when you just described things in this movie, I still don't have a clue what this movie is about. I, I from it's commercials, about a, it's to about be- the joy of movies. Yeah, well, I could get into it, but it's like almost better to just not know. No, I know. I'm just yeah. saying. I've heard so many. I've seen trailers. I've seen commercials. I've heard you talk about it. That's I've because seen, it's kind of almost three movies in one. That's, I mean, yeah. I guess that's what I'm picking up on is that yeah. they really can't nail this down. I yeah, mean, I mean, there's this wacky kind of train life where you know he lives in the train station and and um maintains the clocks that's what he's doing yeah and 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 no one knows that he's there they think <laughs> he's his uncle who's disappeared and you know, oh. if they caught him they'd throw him in an orphanage kind of thing so there's that element of danger of him getting caught mm-hmm. you know and then he kind of meets uh chloe grace moretz's character oh. and um you know Did like she kill anybody no no <laughs> but yeah like she you know she's uh ben kingsley's like niece or something like that so he kind of you know meets him and yeah you know, it's like they kind of go off on these wacky adventures and yeah. Who is this movie for? That's that's it's, it's weird because it's like it's it's complete. I think kids could completely appreciate this movie for how it looks and yeah. But you're talking about like the restoration of French cinema and shit. I know. And- <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I, it's it's like it's got those elements and obviously people like it. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of people that like this movie. So I think there's just kind of like one of those. It's something for everybody kind of mm. thing. Hmm. Better or worse than Shutter Island? Much, much, much better. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Like. Ben Kingsley in this movie. Well, we didn't really like. I know. I thought Shutter Island was I, incredibly I, average. I thought it was okay. I I I liked it well enough. Like I just I, the twisty thing with it was like eh, you know whatever. Yeah. But no, I, I mean I think Ben Kingsley is like all joking aside, he truly is a treasure of an actor. I mean he just really is. Like I could just watch him do anything mm-hmm. in any movie. He could read the phone book and it would be interesting. Yeah. You know, so it's just like just to see him like doing a really really good part is just great to see so yeah cool very very good movie and what else so what was the last one uh the last one i don't have much to say about it, it was paranormal activity three uh. thump yes thump nilla knock um <laughs> so Shot on we, we we said our piece about paranormal activity one mm-hmm. uh that it was a good premise and a decent movie ruined by douchey 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 people uh, I thought Paranormal Activity 2 was good fun. I really enjoyed this family, uh, even though 
the original people showed up in varying degrees throughout it. They were limited to doing their thing and not like, we don't have to listen to you whine and all this other stuff. And, and I pick li- fights with a demon. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I like, I like the premise of the second one a lot better because, you know, he sets up security cameras. So you got cameras all over the fucking house. I mean, like there's just cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of started to build this lore of like, oh, this is going to be a new tentpole franchise. We're going to keep making these paranormal activities, and so we better build a, a big story going. This one is kind of it's a prequel because it's supposed to be like the two girls, the the two sisters from the first two are now mm-hmm. little girls, and them growing up and things that happen to them. Then, yes, it kind of continues the lore thing, but it's a it feels like that very much like that. Okay, here's another one. Think same things are going to happen. I mean, there's some definitely some good scares in it, and if you're watching it at home or you know with the bass turned up, you're going to get some things that are going to make you jump just from sheer like, holy shit, we're going to rock the bass on you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Do they throw a cat on anyone? I don't think they throw a cat. Oh, on anybody. Damn, Chuck loves cat. That's throwing. my favorite. Cat <laughs> I love cat scares. I've heard it's pretty cool the way they use the oscillating fan. Yes, yes, yes. I really. That's, I was actually going to mention that they. About halfway through the movie, the guy is supposedly like a wedding videographer, which is just an excuse for him to have two video cameras. So he starts with two. I think he gets a third one, and he takes apart a fan and builds his own little oscillating video camera. And it's even down to the point that they... I know you were about to say this. They put the oscillating noise the entire time yes. you're on that shot. It's just in well, the background. It, it, just goes, like, it goes... Yeah. Just and the whole, stops. And then when it starts moving again, it goes... And, and they use that to great... It's very subtle, and they, but it's there, and yeah. that's very important. And they use that that new thing to create effect. Oh, yes, they do. I, I, um, before I, we casted, yeah. uh, Harlow, let me watch a couple of the scenes from it. I don't really care about being, being spoiled about these movies. Cause I, you don't want to watch jumpy movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch sure. jumpy movies. Cause jumpy I'm movies. a big sucker for the jumpy stuff. Well, um, it, all right. To be, to be fair, I've, I was I've, kind of a I dick. I fall prey. You did. No, 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 no. I'm going to say, I'm going to, to be fair, I was kind of a dick. But it was a spur of the moment dickishness. I forgot that that first thing happened, and you went, "Ooh, let and, me spring this." And then on I was it. like, "It was like, oh shit, this is about to happen." Now I can't really say anything because it's about to happen. So I'm just gonna let it happen. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Thanks, Dick. Sorry. Um, <laughs> social experiment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so socially experiment you. Uh, oh. So, <laughs> but it, but it, I had to show them this one effect. They do a yeah. great effect, and yeah, we they, were debating whether it's real or CG because it's so good. Hmm. Yeah, it yeah. looks like it's a if it's a real practical effect, it's really good. Yeah. They did a really good job with it. Um, but they do use that that panning to pretty good effect. Yeah. So if I haven't seen the second one, do I need to see the second one before I watch this one? Nah. Mm. Depends. Are you really into the story of paranormal? Well, that's the thing. Is like really? I don't I don't know. I mean, I would say <laughs> yes just because I think it's better than this one. But no, not really. Same thing they did with the second one. They're going to show you like a few seconds. Just to kind of like, oh, I've never seen these movies. Who are these people? Mm-hmm. So they show you a few seconds of parts of Paranormal Activity 2. That's good. Just All to right. like, this is these people, now they're kids. Because hmm. so, yeah, but I mean, it totally, even though I got it on Blu-ray and HD and everything, and it's obviously, it's not shot on VHS. It could, there's mm-hmm. no way. It would Come look on. That, there's no way that would look that good, but it has the time, date, you know, stamp. Sure. Big blocky letters the entire time. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. If, you, if, you, if you're into these, I... This one's a minor step down than uh, than two, but it's the, the oscillating thing is d- does some cool things, and I think the effects are kind of getting bigger, like they're doing crazier things. Is a fourth one in production? Oh yeah, these are yeah, going to be years. likely. These are the new saws. This is a new saw. Okay, yes. great, absolutely super. But these are fun. I mean, compared to saw, I mean, this is not there's nothing gory in these. Okay, 
All this jumpy. Is, yeah, it's all jumpy. All jumpy. <laughs> all jumpy. I mean, they, they wouldn't even be rated R if people weren't reacting normally, like going, oh, fuck! Right. I mean, <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I mean, there's like no nudity or <laughs> blood or gore, really. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just people are reacting like you would react. Like, mm-hmm. thing just snatched my daughter into the closet. Fuck! Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. True. Okay. So, all right. so voicemails and emails. Voicemail, email time. Uh, yeah, we put out the call, said, hey. Hey. We're doing a third anniversary show. Uh-huh. I don't know why we said it, but hey, why not? Hey. <laughs> uh, so we got some uh, some happy anniversaries from from Green Cap, Tom, Alejandro. 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 And uh, Scott mentioned it, too. And we'll hear from Scott in a little bit. Okay. Because Scott sent, like, three voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> or did he? I see why Scott recorded an MP3 last time. Because... He wanted to get it right. Yes, he wanted to get it right. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry, Scott, but... We gotta play one of your ones where you declared it a fuck up because it's funny. Yes, it's. I'm sorry, it's worth it. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, let's get to the voicemail, shall we? Okay. Hell yeah. Hey, Demon Cats, this is Sunny California checking in. I just want to quickly say I agree with the guy who recommended you to MD Geist. Oh my God, MD Geist. Look up the song for that because he is nothing but a soldier. And also, guys, don't forget about Volcano High, uh, the English track. Voiced by hip hop stars and rapper Glower. Seriously, you're gonna fall in love with Little John's character. But you know the full story, watching Korean because the English one got a little chopped and screwed for American. Other than that, DJ, I am sorry to mess with your pickup palooza tray from McDonald's, but Jimmy Chong is American. All right, peace out. <laughs> if it's American, why would you call it a chimichanga? Right. right. Why would it have that a sound? Why would it have a Mexican sound? Actually, yeah. Yeah. Why would it be called a McHimihanga? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are questions we need answered. It's American, really? That's dumb. Well, that's, that's vote two for MD guys. Well, it's like it's. I don't pizza. care that it's American. Pizza is <laughs> American, not Italian. You know Whatever. that kind of thing. It's Tex-Mex. Pizza? Whatever. <laughs> sure. Pizza. Whatever. Oh. It's not usual McDonald's fare. Oh. Okay. Sure. Right. Um, no, MD guys. We're gonna have to watch that. I'm. Trying yeah. to acquire that now, so okay. And also, thanks to uh, Sunny California for sending me a game on Steam, sort of unrelated to the podcast that we're talking on right now. But I just wanted to make sure that the thanks was out there. Sweet. Shout out, bro! <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, thanks, buddy. You guys are bros now, bro. Gaming bros. Okay, uh, next voicemail. Uh, this is a new caller, so. Hey guys, my name is Melinda. I'm from Delaware. I just started listening to your podcast and fucking robot jocks. Oh my God. But uh, what I was really calling in was to tell you about two movies that I just recently heard of that I think you may be interested in. The first one's called Night of the Lepus. Now, I don't know if you've heard of this one before, but a lot of people have. And according to your website, you haven't reviewed it. So here it is. It basically takes place in Australia. And uh, it's kind of like your basic monster movie. But there are bunnies. It is giant bunnies that are the monsters. And it is adorable and not threatening or scary. But it is funny, and you should watch it. Anyways, next movie is called The Giant Claw. It is from 1950s and has all the things you could think of in a 1950s movie, including a giant monster from outer space and a a, uh, gentleman and a lady and stuff like that. But, yes... But the thing about it is, while it's totally a stereotypical movie, for the most part, the monster is ridiculous looking. It looks like Alf put through a microwave. That is, that's all for me. I uh, love you guys. Keep up the podcast. And if I find any more movies, I will call you. Okay? All right. Love you guys. Bye. We love you too, Melinda. <laughs> yeah. 
Hmm. Hey girl. Man, I, just just <laughs> that description of <laughs> lady. No elf in a microwave. Yeah. But it also has a gentleman and, and a lady. lady. <laughs> they aren't in movies anymore. No. Stars. A gentleman. There are a few gentlemen and outside of. It's about a gentleman and a lady. <laughs> in this space. summer, a gentleman and a lady. <laughs> And Alf <laughs> in a microwave. Elf in a microwave. Sounds like a Jimmy Fallon about to find out. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, uh, Chuck. Yeah. yeah. You've actually reviewed Night of the Leap. Yeah, I've you? seen it. It's uh, for your wait, bunnies. Did you do it for your horror month? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, it's got Doctor McCoy in it. Oh, from Star Trek and Forrest Kelly. It's it's such a bad idea for a movie. <laughs> it is just so That's bad. That's what's great about it. I mean, it's. You know, it's giant mutant bunnies, and it's either bunnies, a dude in a bunny suit sort of swiping at people, and they throw ketchup on them, or they, they have... they throw a cat at him? No, oh. but they, they have little tiny models, and then they put a bunch of bunnies on screen, and they slow the camera down, and the bunnies are supposed to look frightening, and they just look like bunnies running in slow motion, like, here come what the bunnies. What if you're terrified of bunnies? Well, then you're going to be freaking the fuck out. Okay. So, Melinda was dead on. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. She said they're adorable. They are. They're cuddly. Until bunnies. They, until they start swiping at you because they want to oh. eat you. Oh, but that's cute. Yeah. When they bunnies want to eat you. It's a horribly Look misguided at the bunnies. idea. They think people are carrots. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a terrible idea for a movie. A friend of mine I mean, and I joke about that movie all the time. We can handle anything except for bunnies. <laughs> I think it could be terrifying if done in a terrifying manner. It's not. It's, it's right. done like a movie of the week where so it's just much like, like hopping zombies. It, it's, right. it's, it's the right way to do it. It's on the level with hopping zombies. It's like, oh, look so at that. So apparently if you want terror, hopping is not the way to go. Not no. the way to go at all. <laughs> all right. Do not hop. Right. Just making, making that clear. <laughs> all right. So uh, it's time to embark on the Scott voicemail adventure. So <laughs> Scott voicemail voyage. We're, we're, we're sorry. We just have to play these as they are because okay. they made us chuckle. Hey, Bamcast. This is Scott from Dallas. Uh, so I've been wondering for a while and... What is it you guys did in college? I get the feeling that, uh... Oh, fuck, how did I just forget everybody's names? Harla was a uh, film student, and that uh, Mackie was a uh, art school student. But I can't really guess what uh, Beige and Chuck were. Am I right about uh, the two of you? And what did the other two do? Uh, I know that's not the most engaging topic, but uh, college students kind of are interested in that sort of thing. All right, Scott out. We All were right. actually engaged uh, to each other. To each other. In yes. college. college. Yes. That's yeah. what we did in college. And, and then Chuck uh, defected and got married. Yeah, I to went a to woman. The, the other mm-hmm. team. I wanted health care. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fair, fair you point. made a wise We could have moved no. to Vermont and opened a bed and breakfast, like could I said. have, but I, I, I was foolish at now the time. Now you can go to Maryland. Can we go to really? Delaware where Melinda is? <laughs> oh, Chuck. Sorry. Okay. No. I <laughs> I, uh, I went to community college for a year and seven eighths, and then <laughs> and then I did get married and ruined my life to so, a woman. Yeah. Sorry. You jerk. So stay in school, kids. <laughs> or else you'll get married to a <laughs> stay woman. Stay in school. Don't get married. Right. All right. I um I spent two semesters driving down to. Uh, to the University of Florida to get drunk with my best friend on the weekends, and uh, so you got the cheapest. So I got uh, the cheapest college, college experience right. ever. Hey, so. you don't have any student loans to pay off. That's right. Mm-hmm. Damn straight. I have constant itching, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we didn't get married. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go well, after you left me. Oh, well, 
Okay, I don't want to know. Uh, I guess I'll go. We'll go in varying degrees of actual uh, certification and <laughs> sure. completionness. Uh, yes, I, I did somewhat go to film school, but I also kind of went to regular schooling and theater school, and I didn't finish any of them. So, yeah, All right. there's that. So, so apparently I'm the only one that actually has a degree. Finished school and got a degree and yeah. sucker. Well, I just didn't even start. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that works. Winner. Too. <laughs> yeah, but yes, I am dumb kids. <laughs> I have a degree in computer art and animation. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, you could have done the intro to Hugo. Practically a cinematographer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he was over there seething. So, yeah. yes, raging. I, <laughs> I appreciate you belittling the entire craft of no, I'm not 3D belittling. modeling and yeah. learning the lighting and no. how to do it properly. Yeah. And you know, it's not no, fucking it's, cinematography. You know, anybody right. with a copy of Photoshop can do it. Totally. It's, it's cool, man. I, I understand. You <laughs> <laughs> see my any, mad Photoshop It takes skills. no talent whatsoever <laughs> yeah. to do that sort of thing. Just so you know. Hey, if you download GIMP, you can do it for free. Yep. Yeah. If you have a manual and a copy of the program, totally. You are a professional. That's yes. true. My Photoshop skills can't be touched. What? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't work in animation because I didn't want to move out to California and oh. spend 120 hour weeks at work. Slaving. Come on. So now I hang around here and do graphic design. Mm. You could be an Oscar winning cinematographer if you've done that. So yeah, true. I could have. But then <laughs> I wouldn't be on a podcast. Hell that, yeah. Telling people that what you did for school. <laughs> Literally hundreds of people listen to. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Damn Absolutely straight. right. You there you go, Scott. Wisely. So let's let's move on to Scott's next things. <laughs> okay, let's do that. <laughs> next things. Hey, Devcast. This is listener Scott from Dallas calling in, just wishing you a happy third birthday. I hope to hear even more of your podcast in the future. Uh, best wishes, Scott from Dallas. Oh fuck, I messed that up too. God damn it, Scott out. Hey, Bamcast listener Scott from Dallas here, who will definitely never, ever fuck up a phone call. I uh, just wanted to wish you a happy third birthday, and I hope you guys uh, had a great Four Jocks movie, at least for it. Hopefully a five. Can't wait to listen to the episode. Scott out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funnier, because you recognized right as you got to the end that you did not do Scott out, and that's yeah. yep. that's what caused the seething anger there. <laughs> God damn it, Scott. God damn it. <laughs> yes. I like that his rage was on the phone. Yes. He didn't hang up. <laughs> like that. <laughs> he, like, he totally pulled a Chris Farley. He's so stupid. God damn it. God. Oh. You remember yep. what you said? One star. We're in. Did you mean it? <laughs> yes, yes we meant it. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> right. What else we got? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, you're welcome. Well, no. <laughs> I'm into him, not you, asshole. Dumbass. You selfish prick. No, he said thank you for it. I was thanking him for thanking us. God, whatever. You don't thank somebody for thanking you. You're welcome. You say you're See? welcome. See, <laughs> he did it. Happy birthday. No, he you're said welcome. wishing you a happy birthday, so right. I think you was an appropriate response. Absolutely. Okay, that's, that He's is welcome. appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all. Yeah. Hello, it's Jens again. Um, my reasons for calling in today, uh, after a rather long hiatus, are no small feat, and um, I greatly appreciate it. I'm sure many of your other regular listeners feel the same, but of course, um, I can't presume to speak for them, but uh, I'm happy you guys are still around. Please keep doing what you're doing. You know, uh, Let's have at least 27 more delightful years of the bandcast, shall we? Keep it up. Uh, secondly, I have a discussion topic for you. Have um, any of you ever disliked or been so bored by a movie that you walked out of the theater? I've only done it once when I saw The Aristocrats. 
not because I took offense at it, um, but uh, because I found it unbearably dull and uh, unfunny, and it felt like it went on for hours. And I decided that my time would be better spent catching an earlier bus home that day. So uh, that's really the only instance I can remember. But um, how about you? Any movie ever uh, strike you as so either bad or just not for you that uh, um, you've actually kind of given up on that investment of effort and money required to go to the movies and, and walked out of something? Do let me know. Uh, I'm curious. Anyway, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Great job and all. Uh, love you guys. Cheers. Cheers, mm. Jens. All right, so thanks, Jens. He's so polite. He doesn't presume to speak for others. Yes. He's, I like Jens. Thank yeah. you for the wishes. 27 more years. Dear God, no. We'll probably kill each other many times. Oh, no. I think in 27 more weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fisticuffs. Aww, that's too soon. It's going to be a Donnybrook in here. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm all in then. All right. <laughs> you brought me back. I put it like yeah. that. You got me back yeah. in on yeah. it. Yeah. We're going to hit people f- in the head with BJ's new laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slide you across the table. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <Our> fight. <laughs> no. I didn't get insurance. <laughs> Someone to yank the jukebox. And- yeah. <laughs> Throw I get, somebody head first. I, I get to be Irish in the Dunny Prize. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, well, Sweet. So walking out of movies. Oh, walking out of movies. Yeah. Um, uh, no. Yes. My answer is no. I've I've never actually walked out of a movie. I have to I have to admit yes. Um, it's I've slept a, through a movie. It's I, been a very very long time. <laughs> well, actually, that not Tom that long. I forgot. I, I admitted to one. Uh, no, first one I can remember is uh, walked out of Avalon. Aww, that movie's fucking Avalon. long as shit and boring. Aww. Oh yeah. It's like the Hugo of its day. <laughs> sure. So there was a bunch of CG bullshit that no. should not have won cinematography. No, it actually awards. had cinematography. Maybe uh, I, I might appreciate it now when it came out. No. Yeah. No, I walked out. Okay. Uh, I came very close on Small Soldiers, and then I was like, "This is this is third act. I'm toughing it out because that movie fucking blew." And I didn't want to hear it. Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, I know all your arguments. They're invalid. That movie sucked. <laughs> all right. Uh, but I, I I admitted to one Speed Racer. First time through, we walked That's out. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, fucking guys on the yeah, the Skinner song on the on the damn golf cart. I was like, fuck <laughs> this movie. We're out of here. Yeah, I I actually have not. Um, the closest I came was Summer of Sam, where I got preview tickets and I had like six people with me, and I felt wrong leaving them to suffer through that <laughs> without me. And so I did call and apologize to everyone afterwards and say. Yeah, that was a steaming pile of utter shit. Sorry for making you sit through all three and a half to four hours of it hmm. instead of getting up and leaving like we should have after about an hour in. I don't have any ill feelings towards that movie. I just don't even really remember it. No, I it's just don't remember fucking much terrible. But um, no, actually, do the right I, thing is terrible. Apparently, I have. <laughs> apparently, I was walked out of a movie by my mom when I was five, and she took me to see Fantasia. I guess not realizing Fantasia is not just like hey, a Disney movie. No, and so. I think she was as bored as I was, and I was getting fidgety. <laughs> so and she took you away. I from what I understand, I during that. As, as far as I know, that's the only movie where I've ever left the theater early, and that obviously wasn't my decision. Hmm. So, I've done it exactly one time, and about like one point two three seven times. No, and I mean I've abandoned so many movies on video and stuff like I will speed through a tape or DVD or anything like that. I've done that a lot, but there was one time, and it's so oddly random. Uh, I walked out of the Eddie Murphy movie Metro. Because it was so offensively bland and unfunny. It was just like, I'm tired of seeing Eddie Murphy commit career suicide on film. And I got maybe 20 minutes into it when they started doing Sanford Son jokes. And I was like, I'm out. Let's go. And you just got up <laughs> and, and left. And me and my friend got up and left. He was like, are you, are you watching this? I was like, no. Are you? No. 
All right, we're out of here. We have other things we could be doing today. At least you agreed on it. Yeah. But I mean, and and I, you know, 10 years ago, I was going to two, three movies a week. Mm-hmm. And that for some reason, that was the only movie that I ever, I mean, yeah. God, I sat through Simply Irresistible in the theater. Uh, Jesus, Chuck. I know. You're a glutton. <laughs> I, I think, you know, the thing, we got the, the free tickets for Speed Racer and like, I was just, I was unhappy. I was unhappy watching that. <laughs> and then that atrocity happened. And I just, I, I, it was like I sensed everything, like everyone around me just going. <sighs> like, not just like who I was with, just like everybody, like this fucking thing. And yeah, I just looked over and I was like, you know, I, I looked, we have like another two hours of this movie. Let's just get up and there will be. It was like suddenly having a new lease on life. <laughs> it was actually quite we refreshing. We can do yeah. whatever yeah. we want to it, do. It was like breaking up after, <laughs> yeah. like, like when you know it's gone bad. Exactly. And then yeah. finally you just pull, you just, I was like, I don't just have to go through that anymore. anymore. <laughs> we can just get in the car and just keep driving. <laughs> we can go anywhere. We can do anything. Yeah. The only, uh, only movie I can remember actively shutting off midway through, like even at home, because usually, usually I tough it out because my philosophy is even if I hate it, I don't want to be at the point where it comes on TV in 10 years and I go, you know, this sucked, but I wonder how it ended. And mm-hmm. then I have to watch the whole thing and go, ah, oh, fuck that. And, uh, but the only one I've ever done that with was boondock saints. I shut it off when they were hanging from the roof, shooting things. I was like, fuck this. I'm not, I can't do this. And eventually I went back and watched it again. And the second half is a little better, but that movie's still shit. <gasps> he said something kind of positive about boondock. Saints. I know. Oh my yeah. God. Mark this down Mark in history. Down. Folks. Craziness yep. going on here. Yeah. I progress. You mean when Billy Connolly shows up and the movie becomes awesome. <laughs> Very rarely will I stop something in its entirety and, and never watch the rest of it. I will either let it run while I'm doing other things or speed through it. And just if, if I see something finally happening, I'll stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but very rarely will I just abandon because I can't handle not having closure on anything. Yep. So <laughs> same way. So even, you know, terrible Val Kilmer 50 cent movies on <laughs> Netflix. I'm like, well, I got to see how this ends. They're in New Orleans for a reason. And then I'm waiting for Sharon Stone to show up. So let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Isn't there one that's 50 cent and Bruce Willis? Yeah. Can I see that. Oh, right? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is no longer a, a draw of any kind. He will do anything you throw at him but what where when did that happen i don't remember that happening it the expendables is when it happened that was the that was the kickoff point. no it, that's when it no, happened no. right after that this he has has been done, having, like no he has done nothing since the expendables he has done he does the occasional thing like red or something like that but then he is appearing in all of these anchor bay stars 50 cent produced direct to dvd movies no i don't think it's i don't feel like it's the expendables i don't, I don't think i'm not saying it's what okay. caused it i'm saying that's when it happened I, I feel like if anything it's sadly it's cop out i mean i felt like that was like the this should be big it's not and fuck it i'm doing anything for a paycheck now yeah but i mean he had shit like what was it chain reaction or but at least those Keanu? were like I don't even really but those remember. were in oh, theaters um, but there were a bunch that yeah were, i know like, like 16 blocks all these ones that were like yeah you know like early 2000s that were just complete bullshit i know but i mean at least they were in theaters yeah it was still a bruce willis movie yeah I mean, he was doing shit like hostage. I mean, and all all of those things make money. I mean, they just they need to make a certain amount on their on their opening weekend. They're like, good. When we get to video, we've made our money back, and then some. Right. And then, but like these straight to video things are just generally shit because they're like, we've got to be super low budget to make any money back. I, I and pay Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, it, it's striking all of a sudden that he's doing this yeah, now because there are at least two or three directed DVD movies that he's been in since yeah. The Expendables. I'm not saying it's the I fault wonder, of The Expendables. I wonder if he has like Nicolas Cage bills or something. I don't know. I think I, I, that dude has always been a worker, though. I mean, he has always worked. And mm. maybe, he, you know, because he's gotten older, 
obviously. He just, he can't find... They're, they're just not all the roles for him that they're used but to But aren't be. they working on Die Hard 5? Yeah, they are. Yeah, so, I he's mean, in G.I. Joe. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's the thing. Is, like, I don't get it. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's bizarre. Like, I mean, you could, yes, you could see... Maybe like, he's oh, still paying Demi Moore something? I mean, Val Kilmer, you can yeah. see it. It's like, you know, Val Kilmer is like, fuck it. I want to I mean, get, get fat. I get fat <laughs> he's 300 and, pounds and does nothing but direct a DVD. Yeah, match. I mean, it's like, you can understand it. Because he's just like, fuck it. I'm not in shape. Anymore. I'm living life and eating shit. So, I think I think some money here. most of that stuff is international stuff. Yeah. It, they get deals... You know, to to go to Bulgaria and make these movies, and they get the same payout that they used to get here. So sure. Anyway, all right. Well, we still have one more voicemail, so let's get to that. Okay, let's do it. Hey, butthorns, this is Jay, the Brody from Sacramento, and I've got a recommendation for you. It's sing um. I sent this movie to Josh in Corpus Christi, and he's all, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm all, "Watch it!" And he watches it. He's all, "Holy shit! This movie's amazing! We're gonna get the bathcats on this!" And I'm all, "Yeah!" And he's all, "Yeah!" And we're all, "Yeah!" So crash and burn. All right. Okay. Um, okay. I think I found it. Sing Om, like one word. S I N G A. Two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Directed by someone named Hadi. Like Hadi. one word. Hadi. Hadi. H A R I. Oh, okay, uh, Harry. Harry. It's directed by Harry. Harry. Crash and burn to it's you too, sir. Movie. By the way. Yeah, it looks like it's like a crazy action. Uh, yeah, Bollywood movie basically. Okay. Well, I found it because I had no idea what he was talking about. 160 minutes. We might. Uh, oh no! <laughs> it's a typical oh, Bollywood is, movie. Wow. It, no, is that the Terminator one? I is that the one where he's the robot and he like multiplies himself and he turns into machine guns a and police stuff? officer on a mission to apprehend something does something. Uh, I don't know if it's going to say he turns into a giant fucking robot. Newly transformed police. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one that's entirely on YouTube and I want us to watch it at one point, but I saw that 160 minutes and said, this may have to be like a Sunday afternoon, very special podcast. We could do a two parter. (laughs) Come back next week. Seriously. It is completely, utterly insane and awesome looking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, he like summons, like magnetizes everybody's guns and makes a giant sphere. Yeah, and turns into a sphere of guns. Yeah, and I I, yeah, I've seen. And he clones himself. And there's an army of him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like I, it could be our first one where we like have to do homework. We all just watch it and then actually come here. I don't know. Just be <laughs> a different thing to try. We something, could do a Sunday afternoon. That long. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. We do have a, a could, list of Sunday afternoon movies. We could do because <laughs> that in the name of the king is is on the Sunday afternoon. Yes. 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 <laughs> Famfin. No, not ugh. on a Sunday. <laughs> Ray Liotta. Mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Dolph Lundgren. All right, Tard Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> Heard Ferguson. <laughs> and Lily uh-huh. Sobieski, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did she get kicked? She's going to get kicked yeah. in the face. Roundhouse, Roundhouse style. style. And uh, somebody else. Who's uh, Claire Forlorny? Yeah. Yes. Dig her up from all rats. Claire, Claire Forlorny. Sure, whatever. Oh. Oh. She was big there for about a year. Mm-hmm. It was uh, uh, Mystery Men is what killed it. Mm. She went away after that. Okay. Oh, 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 shit. We do have to cover that. We were going to talk about a topic, but obviously you can see we had lots of things to cover, Mm -hmm. movies and voicemails. So, and we also realized, hey, when we put these on a Friday, that's not a lot of time for you to respond. So we usually tape on Monday nights. Yeah. Especially (laughs) this week. It's Monday, Tuesday, sometimes Wednesdays, but yeah, we knew we weren't giving you a lot of time. So the question from last week, episode 114 still stands. Please help us think of something because we didn't. Yeah. What new techniques people miss? Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, classic movies. techniques. Yeah, like kicking people. Yes, like kicking people. Roundhouse in the kicks, right. like Sobieski. <laughs> yes, bend it like Sobieski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, and apparently right. we have one more thing from Moonpeer. Ooh, okay. Moonpeer. Oh. Our street urchin friend. Lord oh. urchin. He's apparently going to be sending one a week okay. at this point. It's not necessarily a question. It's just kind well, of... Well, he's not busy. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> busy playing video games. But he says, uh, hey, dudes, congrats on your three years. Mm-hmm. I do have a couple topics of discussion, but I'll leave them for a less busy episode. It says, uh, from now on for a while, all of my emails will have a thing I learned from the BAMFcast. Yay. Feel free right. to guess the movie. I will include the answer. Test your BMF knowledge. So this is more for the listeners because... Oh, okay. Because we should... I'm going to be honest. I barely remember shit that we say by the time we even walk away. So by the time the episode comes out on Friday, I'm like, oh, that was pretty funny. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, it's fun for us, too. So, yeah. So and he says the uh, thing he learned this week is people in Oregon don't bleed thanks to altitude. That's from Prom Night 2008, apparently, which was like two years ago. So wow. there's wow. a reason we don't remember that Jeez. at all. Oh, oh, that Prom Night. Okay. I'm still thinking. I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking. Too. No, no, yeah. not Mary Lou. The uh, remake one. Ah, uh, the Johnny apparently, Shake. Yeah. So apparently he's going to be testing our knowledge each week. So. Well, we failed. Yeah. That was a universal well, fail. Prom Night was so unmemorable anyway. Well, other followed, than Johnny Shake. And, and so god awful long ago. Followed up by mm-hmm. the other thing that just ruined us. Yeah, there's a movie we quit. Yeah. <laughs> dumpster Baby. Yeah, that's right. We did shut off Dumpster did, Baby. That's the only time we've baby. done it. Yep. Yeah, we were like, nope, can't understand a fucking word they're saying. <laughs> this is going. Yeah. yeah. And then we fast forward to see if there are any boobs. And they're... Basically, weren't. that's exactly what I do. <laughs> well, it's a trauma movie. You expect it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Netflix is good some, about like, that. They show little thumbnails. Hideous right. boobs. Yeah. Right. yeah. It was grody. Yeah. It was yeah. Yeah. grody boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Grody boobs. Grody, grody boobs. There you go. Boobs. Boobs. <laughs> Thanks, Moonpeer. Yeah. Yep. My urchin lord. Thanks for listening, guys, to three years worth of this and reminding us of ones that we did so long ago that we have no recollection whatsoever. Of us saying any of that, mm-hmm. we should now we're keep a lame. notebook. Ah, uh, yeah, we nah. should keep the notebook. Your we notebook. should put it all on a website. You have a notebook. <laughs> I do have a notebook, but it has kind of shitty notes. Oh. I think we all remember bits and pieces, and I can't really speak for myself because I've only been here six months. But yeah, shut the fuck up. Alrighty. <laughs> Chuck can't presume See, to speak for so everyone, <laughs> but in so, Chuck's no, opinion, so he's going to speak for no one. <laughs> I can presume to talk for nobody, well, but let me. I, I think I think coming from my point of view, because when I like put the videos together, for some reason, I when I edit those things and I end up watching a clip like nine hundred times, mm-hmm. that dialogue will then stick with me. Like you saying "son of a bitch dinosaur" from Theodore Rex, I say that to, like if someone cuts me off in traffic, I I will say that all the, if I stub my toe, I'm like, "Oh, son of a bitch dinosaur." <laughs> son of a bitch dinosaur. That is my curse from now on, and I just I You're say welcome. it all. Yeah, I appreciate. You know, that, I've so. never actually uttered it, but it has entered my my yeah. mind when things have happened. Yeah. I'd be son like, "Son of a bitch dinosaur." It's you like you can't to, say "son of a bitch" without hearing "dinosaur" you come put, after you have it. To put the pauses in the right places. Yeah. That son, son of a bitch dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> the emphasis on the right. <laughs> Glad you guys enjoyed my anger. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> You'd think like having edited all of these, I would remember more, but no. No. It's like they they go away. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. We do a lot of these. Yeah. You guys do a lot of these. I hear a lot more <laughs> shit that doesn't go on the air too. So. Yeah. The good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Not really. Oh, if you guys could hear the tapes. Oh, all the man. uncensored chattering. <laughs> all the latent racism and homophobia. You know, you, know, you know the plot of the Ides of March? It would be over really quick if they got a hold of some of those. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, contact information. Let's tell them in case they somehow forgot. Well, I was thinking oh. before we did our contact oh, okay. information oh, no. that Chuck... <laughs> I, wait, excuse you're me. You thinking that Chuck... Am I being fired? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, I think you're ready. I don't want to have sex with you. 
I think you're ready to shed your intern skin Ooh. and emerge from your cocoon Aww. as a fully fledged member. Aw. You are now. We still get to shit off. on you. Mm-hmm. Oh. But <laughs> yes, we won't only yell intern. We'll just go Chuck. Can yes. I get a real chair? <laughs> I will trade no. you chairs <laughs> so you can have this. No. <laughs> well, that's Cold mighty kind of you. Wood seat that I have. I appreciate that. It's very nice. You shall no no longer be referred to as the intern. But I will still be referred to as as in a derogatory way. Yes, (laughs) that son of a bitch dinosaur, dinosaur Chuck. I was thinking PA. You're now a production assistant. (laughs) Great. Yes. Benefits. Smarmy production assistant face. (laughs) Script coordinator. (laughs) Continuity girl. That means you're going to have sex with us. (laughs) Yes. You could also be the costume mistress. Chuck (laughs) out. These are things you learn behind the scenes of movies. Ah. That's where the sluts work. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, sorry I, to people who might actually be in that profession. Yeah. Are very pious. Can we go? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, let's All right. Contact <laughs> information. Send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com. Check us out on the website at bmfcast.com. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast, where you can see all the stuff and comment on it and like it. Like us hard. Um, you can also. Send us tweets to at BMFCast or check our tweets out at twitter.com slash BMFCast. You can also check us out on iTunes if you search for the Bad Movie Fiends podcast where you can subscribe, rate, and review. We like five stars and good reviews, but it's up to you. You can also check us out on the fantastic mobile app for all your relevant mobile devices, Stitcher, Hey, where you can give us a thumbs up and you can listen to us streamed directly into your ear holes via the magic of telephones and internets combined. And then finally, the most important thing that you can do ever in your entire life is, like some of your compatriots tonight, give us a call on the Bamcast hotline, the Garfield phone. That phone number is 910-5-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. And you too may be featured on the Mavcast. We also have uh, that topic suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Lost Arts and Movies. Yeah, Lost Arts and Movies. So give us a call and tell us about your opinion on that. <laughs> what, do you, what you miss. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell us what, what you, do you miss. miss. I miss gratuitous nudity uh, in every sure. single movie. Hell yeah. yeah. Right, so let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bevcast Out. <laughs>